0: Turn to the book of Philippians. Let's turn to chapter 2. Some of you have headings and subheadings in your Bibles, and you may see something like this. Unity through humility, the humbled and exalted Christ, light bearers, and then a commendation for Timothy and Epaphroditus. God has put all these things in the Word because He loves us and He wants us as we read the Word of God to do something supernatural, to take us to another level. Hallelujah. I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version, Philippians chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. Therefore, if there is any consolation, any comfort, any encouragement in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy... Note how many different words the apostle is using. It's not just, therefore, if there's any love in Christ, let's go to the next thing. It shows that death, to which he understood and experienced the love of God, something God wants to draw us into more and more. Therefore, if there's any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, as I said at the outset, the beginning of today's service, we need comfort. We need comfort that only God can give. No one else can comfort us like God. If there's any encouragement, we all need encouragement. If there's any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, the Apostle says, fulfill my joy. Make me full of joy by being like that, by being like-minded. Having the same love. What kind of love? The same encouragement, love, fellowship of the spirit, affection, mercy that's in Jesus Christ. The apostle says to these believers in Philippi, I want you to be like that. Let God's love flood your heart. Wash away all the stains. Wash away all the bickering and the bitterness and the unforgiveness and the holding grudges. Oh, let that, let that. Tsunami of, tsunami of God's love come. Just wash everything away. Fulfill my joy by being like-minded. Having the same love. Being of one accord. Of one mind. There's a lot of power and unity. In the world we see that. People get together, they can accomplish a lot of things. started at the Tower of Babel way back in Genesis. And today you see it in organizations such as the United Nations and many, many organizations. At every level, every faction, every group, every cause, everything under the sun, people get together. It starts with one person. Big rock band started like that. One guy with the guitar found another guy who can play drums or keyboard and they formed a band. And some of those bands became super groups. Unfortunately, they were all working for the devil. So man, unified, has power to accomplish a lot of things, but all of that will crumble because it's not from God. Now, if that's powerful, when people get together to do things together, and they put their heads together and their resources, and they come up with something bigger than they could have done by themselves as individuals. How much more when the Holy Spirit is in this temple. The people of God, who are the church of God, the temple of God. When the Holy Spirit comes in and he begins to melt all kinds of prejudices and hatreds and bickerings. One person gets touched, another person gets touched. Everybody has a holy love, not a worldly love. Holy love. They really care for one another. That means God's Spirit is active. And then God will begin to do miracles. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition. The Holy Spirit is recorded through the Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 2. The contrast between the unity of the world, of the flesh, and the unity in the spirit, that's heavenly. Don't do anything by being selfish. What's in it for me? How am I going to look? Even when I'm working for God, I want to make sure I look good. Oh my God. The Spirit of God will run from that. He'll be grieved. He'll withdraw. But when we come together in one accord with holy love, unselfishly, even if we don't get the same thing in return, like the Apostle Paul says by the Spirit of God, The love of Christ constrains me. Verse 3, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, pride, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. It's very difficult sometimes for the person who's dominated by the flesh, but not for the spiritual person. But in lowliness of mind, let each value and esteem others better than himself. It's not the other way around. The world says you have to look good. At all costs. You have to look better than the next person. That's what the world says. Now, however way you want to accomplish that, whether directly or indirectly, covertly or openly, you have to make sure you are seen and heard because that's how you get ahead. God says, not so. He that is greatest among you must be the servant of all. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. I trust the Spirit of God is speaking to each heart because even if we've read this before, we know the concepts here. God's word cleanses deeper every time if we are humble enough to let him do that. There's room to grow for every one of us. There's room to repent for some of us. Let each of you look not look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. And this is not talking about busybodyness for being nosy. it's talking about genuinely caring. Humility will make us to not cross the lines of decency, to not prod and probe and be forceful. It'll make us to be quiet and listen, be sensitive to others' needs. Verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal to God, but made himself of no reputation. The Lord has had me meditate on this early in the morning, just my own reading, and what God is speaking. And it just overwhelmed me to think that the Lord we think about people in this world, you know, if you see someone who has a high position in society all of a sudden bending down and shining somebody's shoes we'd be amazed. You see somebody shining the shoes of your relative We're thinking, what's going on here? Who is that person? Get closer, you find out it's the mayor or the governor or the president. How would you feel? Is that really the president? He's bending down and shining the shoes of my relative? We're baffled, but then we may get to understand that he has done this before and look at these articles about him. And Okay, so we start understanding, okay, so that's how he is. Now, why he does it? Is it for the next campaign? Or is it that he wants to really show that he's not above doing whatever can help people? Shining shoes is not something that is uh, obviously desperately needed where the same token is something that really shows the condescension now we think about such a feat or somebody like the president running on errand for you to take your car for a wash the president of the United States with his motorcade and he's standing in line or in his vehicle, your vehicle and waiting for the car wash, we think that's something. Can you imagine people shaking their heads? He must be a really, really good guy. But higher than the highest president, any human being, God himself came down. God himself came down. He made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant, a slave. God became a slave. In what way? To lay aside what he needed to serve other people. Many times he didn't eat or sleep. That was just the beginning. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death even the death of the cross it's one thing to lose sleep and lose money and opportunities so that another person can eat or be healed but this absolute VIP the most important person became obedient to the point of death even the death of the cross therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. Do you believe this? That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth. Hallelujah. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The apostle is saying, when I tell you to be humble from God's spirit, when I tell you to be encouraging and have mercy, when I tell you believers of Philippi and all believers in the church of Jesus Christ from the word of God, to not be selfish, watch out for conceit and pride, Think about how you can be a help to other people. And not just concerned about your own things. The apostle is speaking by the spirit of God to us today. And he's saying all of this. Bringing in how Jesus lived. Where he came from. How high he was. was He's the most high. And he came down to the lowest point to be executed as a criminal for crimes, not only that he didn't do, he was not just framed, but crimes that were actual, committed by us, he was executed for that. And it was in the most shameful, most painful way. And tremendous mocking before that. The Lord did it all for us. If He can do that. If He can do that for us who are criminals. Who are criminals. Committing crimes. Breaking the law of God. And He saved us. And washed us. And made us as children. Where we have no blemish. Through His blood. In our spirits. And we are called to work that out. And maintain that. By His grace by being obedient and trusting him. If he did all of that, then the apostle says, you need to know that you can do this. I'm going to finish with this in Philippians 2, but working out our salvation with fear and trembling. Praise the Lord. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not only only as in my presence, or not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing something that can easily happen is complaining or grumbling arguing that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world so if we grumble and complain according to these two verses 14 and 15, we have fault. We're no longer blameless and harmless. We've been washed and made new in the inner man by Jesus' blood. And our character must match what God has done. So we have to work this out. Otherwise, the truth is, no matter what the Lord has done for us, we remain with fault because we have not appropriated by faith and obedience what he's done already. Do all things without complaining and disputing. It can become difficult not to do that if we're not in the word of God and if we're not humble before God. But if we're in the word and we're humble and we love God, we trust him, we continue to worship him. When the temptation comes to complain and dispute, the word will be ringing in our ears. The spirit of God will convict us, don't go there we'll be able to listen and avoid that snare. We will be blameless and harmless. So God puts a choice before us. Do we want to be the light, or we want to be part of of the darkness? I can be blameless and harmless if I don't argue. I can only be blameless and harmless if I don't argue and complain. If I argue and complain... I have fault and I cannot be a light in this world, but I have a choice holding fast tightly the word of life. God spoke life to me. He said, don't be unforgiving. Don't be bitter. Don't hold a grudge. Don't give people the harsh treatment or the silent treatment. Let God cause you to be a sincerely loving and change you holding fast the word of life. And Paul says, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. All that I invested in you, the apostle Paul says, I don't want to be grieved on that day. The Lord, I went and ministered to the people in Philippi. I told them exactly what you told me, Lord. I even modeled it for them, Lord, by your grace. Some didn't listen. But he said, I want all of you to make me rejoice that what I sowed among you from the word of life was held tightly by each of you you said I've got to change into God's way and God said I can be like Jesus and I will be by God's grace hallelujah praise